Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is called Doula Club. My name is Bonnie Silva and I will be your host. Enjoy the ride. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, so this month of August, I don't know if you guys have been listening to before or if you just joined in on the boat, I attended like five births before August 15th and they were all for August clients and because everything went so generally went so smoothly and everything happened before like the 15th I decided to do more postpartum through the rest of the month and next month which is a good balance I feel like you know as doulas um I think it's important to have a good balance in your life um as as is anything in life like you know you can like your ice cream and you can like your salads but that doesn't mean you have to eat 20 pounds of ice cream in a sitting, aka I have. But that doesn't mean that has to happen. Um, <laughs> you should be able to enjoy things in moderation in life. That's generally what I support. And I also support that in work as well. You know, uh, if you have the privilege of having a partner that you can, that can support you on your, on your time off as a doula and you want to like take a break, that's like amazing. Totally do it. Not shaming you whatsoever. I'm like actually feeling that you should be empowered by that. And if you're a doula like me that really can't have the time to take off because financially I can't do it, um, then you kind, I kind of balance it out by doing other stuff you know I sprinkle in some babysitting stuff I sprinkle in some postpartum some overnights and it kind of um gives me a perspective of seeing the other side right because birth is like so intense it's like so uh, and so ah and so oh my god and then the postpartum time is like a whole new train right because before and during and after birth it's like a crazy emotional roller coaster I feel like postpartum is like a train where you're going through a scenery and different things happen on, in the different cars that you're in. So it's a little bit more complex in different ways than birth. You know, it's just as complicated, but in different ways, I feel. And I feel that, you know, even when I was talking about the daddy blues in my previous episode, where I seemed very snarky and sarcastic. Now, you have to understand that as a woman that is just so tired of asking for basic rights in this country when you see a cisgender male go through just a slither of what a woman is going through during her postpartum time it's really really hard to have sympathy towards the partner towards the cisgender male um and i'm saying cisgender and i'm saying like all of the races i don't care if you're black white native american uh asian pacific like all of the things right like i'm talking about cisgender men in general that you know when it's really really hard to have sympathy for them because you know we as women have been looked as a second-class citizen for our entire existence that it's really hard as a doula you know and I have to really like bite my tongue put on a smile nod my head in a very compassionate way because it's just really hard to have sympathy for men in general you know especially when we 
are always putting a stick on a paper and writing words on it like rights, equality, and we're always trying to march through our way into having basic rights. So when you see a man like be sad that he can't play his video games or can't, you know, watch his TV and read his newspaper in the morning because his wife needs him to help with the newborn and have a functional schedule for both parents and the baby, it's just really hard. It's also really hard to kind of, you know, uh, guide them Uh, because, you know, they're asking you like, you know, it's really hard because I'm doing this and I'm feeling these feelings and 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 they're valid. And I'm not trying to disqualify their feelings as a as a new parent. But, you know, when you have the wife or the partner, for that matter, who gave birth and is telling you all these feelings and all these things that are not happening that she expected and that she's feeling lack of. And then you have the husband being like, well, woe is me. It's like, well, did you even communicate to your partner are you guys talking are you building that bridge for the communication to happen to see who what your needs are to talk about what your feelings are and what can you both do to make the situation better and more manageable and less stressful because yeah your life has changed you're a new parent now you're not just you and your partner and you're going out for dinner and having beers tonight you have a newborn at home snap on it like you have to change you things will get better but if new if they don't if both parents and I'm not just exclusively saying cisgender men or the partner now I'm saying both people if they don't come together and have that communication it's really hard and I think for women in general or for birthing partners in general it's really hard to have that communication because then we feel guilty that we are supposed to be doing this right isn't aren't we supposed to have the baby baby blues aren't we supposed to have you know we're supposed to breastfeed we're supposed to be awesome moms and sometimes it's okay to be a, an aka a quote-unquote bad mom that doesn't exist but yeah you 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 have the right to like feel tired you know you have the right to have a meltdown you have the right to I don't know order pizza at night and not make dinner because I feel that because there is a lack of communication and a lack of knowledge when it comes to cisgender men in general that they are just built with this idea that things are supposed to be and why do I have to I think it's also really hard to kind of step into a couple's lives and see the afterbirth because a lot of times, you know, you look at the mom or the birthing partner and she's telling you kind of how their lifestyle was before baby and how it is now after baby. And what I notice personally, and, and this is from my personal experience, is that the husband hasn't really changed who has really changed is the mom or the birthing partner um generally and sometimes the husband get like they he it clicks he's like oh no like if we work together things get better 
together and we help each other right some 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 cisgender men are woke enough that they like they they get on a schedule they help the partner um somebody will sleep in the living room the other one will sleep in the bed with the baby and then during the day that other person that slept in the living room is more functional so they'll do more things during the day like make food clean the house and all that or vice versa right um and that's a good kind of schedule to have is when especially in the first three months because here in America or sometimes not even for certain people but like in America generally it's only three months of postpartum which is so fucking stupid but you know and then when you go into a couple's house where like the husband has barely taken any time off and went straight into work and would rather hire more help which is good to hire a postpartum doula and I'm not trying to like sell myself (laughs) hire me if you want but uh generally it's good to have a postpartum doula because a a postpartum doula can really weave a couple into a a better schedule or guide them in the right or at least push them in the right direction um to for the couple to figure out what works for them right but when the partner that's going back to work immediately or sometimes doesn't barely takes any time off you know they they're not they're not in sync and they sometimes don't want to be in sync and they they don't want to even be part of like that beginning stages where it's really really hard for the mom or th- for the birthing partner that gave birth it's really really hard you know she, uh, she, they're still uh recovering they're still recovering from their hormones um they're getting used to a schedule like their lives also has completely changed so it's really hard sometimes coming in and seeing that you know it's it's so i mean i'm not i don't want to say like oh it's so easy and amazing but it is it's easier as a postpartum doula to come into a family where the family has like they got their shit together but then when you come into a family that that doesn't have their shit together you know regardless of how organized or messy it is it's like shit how do you tell the, the partner be like hey you need to come home. You need to not schedule that extra meeting at night. <laughs> you need to be home for dinner to help your wife so she can maybe go to the bathroom. Maybe she hasn't gone to the bathroom all day because she couldn't, you know. Maybe she couldn't clean the house because she was making sure making sure that the baby's alive. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's it's those things. Like, she was making sure that your infant child that was just born X amount of time ago is fed, cleaned, burped sleeping, eating, alive, you know, and she couldn't take care of herself. She couldn't brush her teeth. She couldn't, you know, put her, brush her hair. She, 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 they couldn't, you know, take a shower. It's, it's, it's hard. But I think that, you know, the, the experience that we doulas have, we try our best, but we're not miracle workers. We definitely don't have glitter in our bag that we blow into the air and magically make things happen. You know, it's, it's challenging and I tried and I speak for myself I do the best I can I really try um, and sometimes you just have to know when to walk away also you, you have to know when to like step back and be like they will figure it out at some point you know I, I think that uh, when you are in a relationship and you decide to have a kid I would hope that you would know that the person that you came together with I would hope you know that person enough that you would want to have a child with that person but sometimes it's not like that huh
I'm on this vegan paleo diet, which sounds kind of manical. I don't know, kind of crazy, but I'm kind of loving it because I'm trying to eat foods that are less inflammatory, like cucumbers, um, I think apples, I mean apples, but I think they're less inflammatory and they help with the GI system, the GI tract. And I am kind of really excited about all these postpartums that I'm going to be doing like in the next week or so. So those are the two things that I'm excited for this month, for the rest of this month. And if you have any questions or if you have any input, if you have any suggestions, uh, just want to vent or whatever, you can totally reach me at Real Doula Club at Yahoo. Oh, no, sorry. Real Doula Club at Gmail. <laughs> I'm so stupid. It's, uh, so the, the email is realdoulaclub at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram. It's called Real Doula Club because unfortunately some dipshit already took Doula Club. So now I have to stick with Real Doula Club. But the podcast is called Doula Club. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then you can listen to me here. Uh, yeah, and I'm actually going to take a shower because it's hot as balls in New York City. I cannot wait for the fall because I look better in layers. And yeah. That's it. This is it, guys. This is the the episode for this week. I thank you so much for listening. And some of you are like, this bitch is whack. That's okay. I love all the comments. I don't mind. And sharing is caring. So I bid you adieu and have an awesome week. Don't let the patriarchy kill you. Fight it and stay free. Have a great day. Bye.